Joining us now to unpack those market moves in greater detail is Vestak's Byron Lotta. Byron, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Lulu. Thanks for having me. All right, Byron, let's talk about that U.S. inflation print and how markets are still digesting that. And also what we do expect to hear now um, from the U.S. Fed moving forward with regards to interest rates. Yes, I mean, the U.S. Fed have clearly stated that they, their interest rate decision making will be data driven. And of course, the most important data is DPI. So every month, uh, the first, uh, uh, second Tuesday of the month is DPI day. And it's uh, a really big market mover. You know, everyone gets very excited about it. Traders are sitting with their fingers waiting to <laughs> press buy or sell. Um, and often it's actually a, a big confusion. Uh, which happened yesterday. So expectations were for, for 6.2%. Um, the number came in at 6.4%, mm. which was still down from 6.5% in December. Um, so the downward trend is still continuing, but obviously we missed expectations. Mm -hmm. So futures markets dropped quite heavily initially on the news and then started coming back. And ironically, by the end of the trading day yesterday, the most interest rate sensitive NASDAQ was actually about 0.6% in the green. Sure. Um, so that's a little bit confusing. Mm -hmm. um, maybe after the strong jobs number and uh, quite a weak market last week, um, the market was actually expecting a miss, which is ironic, you know, missing expectations. Um, within the numbers, we've still seen shelter CPI, which is... Uh, uh, proving very sticky and uh, is lagging the trend on rentals. So that was up 7.9% and was actually responsible for more than half of overall CPI increase. So we've got to wait for shelter, which is, you know, rentals in the U.S. Uh, to start coming down within those numbers, even though actual rentals have started coming down. So we've got to see that lag come through. Um, until we really start seeing CPI come down. And I know I'm going on about this, but it really is important because mm -hmm. it moves the RAND, it moves the stock markets mm -hmm. globally. All eyes are on inflation in the US mm -hmm. and how the Fed will react in terms of interest rates. I'm glad you mentioned the RAND. Let's talk about that relative to the dollar. Um, the, I mean, the dollar did strengthen. I mean, it's actually really bad how the RAND is performing right now. Um, so let's just talk about, you know, investors, you know, fleeing to the RAND, to the dollar um, as a result of the CPI print. Yeah, so the, the natural reaction is if CPI uh, is high, it means the Fed will raise interest rates more than expected which means that the dollar becomes more attractive because foreign investors can buy U.S. treasuries and get really good yields, you know, 5% and above. Um, so that means inflows coming to the U.S. Um, are in search for yield. Um, so the news yesterday of higher than expected CPI coming through is dollar positive and negative. Having said that, because the market started reacting differently to what was expecting, uh, the RAND did the same. The RAND initially weakened, then it strengthened, but now this morning it's um, looking closer to 18 than 17 um, to the US dollar. Uh, but at the same time, US stock futures are also in the ring. Um, so it's all a bit confusing out there. Mm -hmm. uh, when you compare the RAND to the general baskets of currencies, we've underperformed this year and the reasons are obvious um you know our economy is under strain 
and uh, load shedding is certainly a big uh, agenda in terms of what's happening at the currency at the moment. Normally, I just blame the dollar and what's happening to other currencies, but at the moment, and this year so far, it's actually been the round weakening. All right, now before um, I let you go, we don't have much more time, Byron. Let's talk about Airbnb. Yesterday, Airbnb um, released a set of numbers, and we saw that share price shoot right up. Now, I'll be very honest with you, I'm over Airbnb. I'm back at hotels. Um, the, the prospect of having cameras <laughs> in somebody's hood really, really rocked me. But it looks like um, across the world, people are still embracing this model. Um, let's just talk about uh, you know these numbers. Yeah, I mean, uh, the share price popped 9%. I think where Airbnb is in the sweet spot is that, you know, people are definitely traveling and back to normal ways in terms of uh, COVID lockdowns and so on. But at the same time, they've also benefited from um, uh, uh, COVID lockdowns and people working remotely. Oh. At the same time, working remotely and using Airbnb in that regard. So it's benefiting from a change in consumption trend um, post-COVID, but it's also benefiting from, uh, you know, people going back to travel and, and exploring the world. So those numbers were good. I think what was most important and why the share price popped was uh, forecasts going into 2023 were also very positive. And the company was profitable last year for the first time ever. Well, Byron, always a pleasure chatting uh, with you. We didn't get to Netflix, but I hope we can do that in the stock picks at some point. Thank you so much for your time and insights. That was Byron Lotter from Vestact.